Hey, this is Greener Grass, a podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wheat and Kelly McVeigh, now part of the Digident Family Podcast. How's it going, guys? Hope you're having a wonderful week. Before we get started, uh, become part of the Greener Grass family in the show notes. There's a link to opt in to get our newsletter, and you will get all our breaking news and all of the good stuff. So today is our weekly roundup. I was asked, what is it, Bean? It's all packed up. Bean, if you whisper or talk normal, it's the same. It's, it, you're, it's, still, it's still interrupting me while I'm trying to record. Wow, wow, I got away. You can just talk. <laughs> can, I, can I continue? Wow, I got, I got away from tomorrow. Okay, okay, go ahead, Bean. Thank you. So I did get a request to do an update on the WGA SAG-AFTRA um, strike that is now, you know, going hard here in Los Angeles. So here is my update. Let's get started. Yeah, we had a mini uh, iPad thing because basically right before I jumped on here with you, Bean had been asking for this makeup kit. Like on her on her iPad, she's got a game where you can do the little doll's makeup. And she asked for the makeup yeah. kit, and I finally said yes right before this because she wanted to work on it while we were doing this, only to find out that it's yeah. more complicated than that, and she needed my help to do it. So, like, I'm Googling how to do it. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is great. Googling how to put the makeup on the doll, on the game. Digitally. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is what parenting is coming to. Yeah, and she's like, I need your help. And so the fix, and she's such a good bean for this. The fix is that she's on, I found a YouTube video that teaches how to do it. And she's watching that video right okay. now. Instead of playing her game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. You know, just solving the problems. Solving problems, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. All day. Every day, uh, all day. Let me... So, Greener's Glass. Bleh. Bleh. Greener. Greener's glass Lunar, blah, today. Blah. That's greener, gla- greener. <laughs> Holy shit. Greener grass, grass listeners. Uh, I did get um, a request to do an update about the writers and actors strike from my perspective here. And I've done a bit of research to give you guys the skinny on what is the full update. So Kelly, let me ask you, ever since we spoke about this and we did the podcast on it, has it come into the conversations in your life besides with with you and me? No, no, (laughs) no. I mean, listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts and the podcasts that I, some of the podcasts that I listen to are bringing up the conversation. Um, I should say like on WNCI, you remember WNCI back in the day? Yeah. Radio station. They were talking about, there is a new show coming out celebrities. I think it's like big brother or something like that, but there's celebrities all going to live in a house together. And they were like, this is because of the writer's strike that they're starting to put together some of these new reality yes. shows. Okay. Um, so there's programming. Um, but other than that, like it's not now, listen, I'm also oddly, I think people are probably amazed like this. And I met someone for coffee this morning and I um, was talking to her about the fact that I 
I don't like, I, I don't have friends that I like hang out with. Like I work all the time. You and I talk, I have a million trillion kids, but I'm not like going to dinner with a bunch of girls. And like, we're talking about right. what's going on. I have close girlfriends, but we're kind of in like pods. Like we're kind of in like friend groups and we have, um, like, like text threads. So I'm not like texting one chick. Hey, how are you? Yeah. Like it's kind of consolidated. It's nice because I don't feel pressured necessarily to get back all all the time. Like I have a group of ladies that I teach that we're in a text group. I have my aerialist friends. I have my dancer friends. I have you. Um, yeah, yeah, it's. I think that people are um, like life is so crazy that until they feel it, they physically feel it. Like you might say like all oh, the economy, whatever. And then finally someone's like, oh my gosh, milk was whatever, like, or gas or whatever until people feel it, that yeah. it's not like directly, no one's being directly impacted yeah. in Ohio. Like where you, like everyone's in the thick of it. Everyone's there doing all the things until like everyone's there's like, no TV crap, to watch. There's no or like every show on Netflix is like has subtitles because we're like buying everything from other places like until they're everyone's like really impacted I don't I mean yeah it's just such big news here and I'm I'm in the union myself so I get all the emails there's there's organized organized picket lines on five different studios yeah. every single day. So, okay, listeners, here's the update. The WGA, which is the Writers Guild of America, they're on day 136. SAG-AFTRA, which is the Actors Union, that includes me, dancers, stunt people, singers, um, broadcast journalists, uh, they're in their 63rd day. And we are in strike of the contract that we are in with the AM. PTP, which stands for the Alliance of Motion Picture and TV Producers. It includes Amazon, Apple, Disney, Netflix, Universal, Warner Brothers, and others. Okay, so you guys know all those names. Okay, so the biggest update, uh, super clear, simple, is that the two sides are not meeting regularly, according to sources. SAG-AFTRA has not heard from AMPTP since the union members announced on July 13th. So... This is from NBC News. So basically, all this has happened, we haven't even heard from them. No communication. Uh, The WGA's negotiating committee claimed that um, the AMPTP has only offered one proposal to the WGA since the time, since in the time that the writers went on strike. But long story short, the people that we are trying to talk to are not talking back to us. We're striking. They're just silent. So they're like waiting it out. Like they're doing the hardcore wait out. The entertainment workers. So people like me have moved to take more than 44 million out of their individual retirement accounts to endure months without work due to this. Nearly 3000 workers had filed for hardship withdrawals according to an update um, from the motion picture industry, uh, pension and health plans. The average withdrawal is about 15000 That's from Variety magazine. Yeah, that's great. Uh, the WGA suggested that a studio or two, so the AMPTP model is like a, it's like a representative of all of them. It's like their own union, you know, of those big studios. 
So basically, WGA has suggested that one or two or three of them might broker a deal outside of that greater model, but um, they have pushed back and said that's not true. So a AMPTP pushed back against the statement um, that that's true and that they are aligned and negotiating together to re reach a resolution. So that's the boring stuff. Let's see. Economists are estimating approximately $5 billion in economic losses and result. That's Variety Magazine. And people like Drew Barrymore and Bill Maher are coming under fire because they are, yeah, they're going on, they're going on with the show without working with writers and whether or not it's legal is kind of wishy-washy because Drew Barrymore says that they're under the network television code versus anything else that's being struck and that she's legally allowed to do it. And she's trying to put her staff back to work. Um, but of course people are saying that it is devaluing the labor of the writers for these daytime talk shows to be back on the air. Do you have like an opinion on that? <sighs> I mean, the unions call it scabbing when you're kind of trying to like say that you're doing a standing with the union, but you're actually not. Um, for me, I feel like, especially Drew Barrymore, who's an actress herself, I mean, I get it. You want to put your own staff back to work, but like, if we don't hold the line, it's like, it's like everything has to stop for them to even come to the table. Like, obviously they have not even like bothered to like comment back. It's, they're not saying anything. So if, 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 if it kind of like dribbles like this, it doesn't really work for the rest of everybody else. Yeah. I think it's possible until they feel it too. Like, just like consumers until consumers feel it and then consumers have backlash and then they feel it from the consumers having backlash. Like, so let me give you more of the info and then I will go, um, interim agreements and health insurance. And then I'm going to go into what shows and movies are not being produced right now that you guys might be expecting. Okay. So, uh, interim agreements are, are agreements that the unions have with smaller production companies like, a24 that produced a lot of like award-winning stuff last year. Basically, these smaller companies, these indie production companies are saying, uh, SAG after and WGA, we will honor all of your asks if you make this movie with us. So Adam Driver actually sat down with at the press conference at the Venice Film Festival. Um, he was doing press for the film Ferrari, and he was saying, um, quote, why is it that smaller distribution company like Neon and STX can meet the dream demands of SAG pre-negotiations, but a big company like Netflix and Amazon can't? So that was Adam Driver at the Venice Film Festival. And uh, also health insurance. Okay, so the health insurance question is really interesting because I only recently found out, this is KFF News, that the $26,000 um, ceiling that you have to reach to get health insurance through SAG-AFTRA. It's actually trustees are 50% management and 50% guild, which means that um, the, the producers are also involved. And so they set as a group that 26,000, which is why it's so high. Um, so SAG health insurance has been extended one quarter and that will be looked at again in a quarter. So basically, people like me, let's just say I did have my health insurance through SAG, it would have been extended three more months, even though we're struck and I'm not yeah. making money. Um, IATSE, which is the union that um, covers crew people, like all the production side 
behind the camera. The president of IATSE, Matt Loeb, expressed his unwavering support for strikers and actors, stri strike, striking actors and writers. Um, they are coming into a new film and TV contract next year, and they might have to strike <laughs> when that happens. So that's coming up. And um, he's calling for studios and streamers to offer an extension of healthcare benefits um, to their IATSE people because they're not on strike. So the crew people aren't on strike, but they also don't have work. So how are they going to cover, how are they going to um, meet their healthcare uh, ceiling? You know, so a lot of these people yeah. needing, needing you know, that, that's really stressful for a lot of people. We're talking about halted shows. All right, uh, Kelly, let me know if these are any the, the ones you follow. Okay, Abbott Elementary Season 3 Writer's Room is set to convene on May 2nd. We will see if that actually happens. American Horror Story Season 12. Um, actually, the trucks headed for set turned around when they saw picketers, and they haven't. Uh, the Teamsters, who are the truckers' union, they showed solidarity, and they haven't gotten back to that since then. Andor Season 2... The showrunner was actually um, accused of scabbing because he was um, having the show work during the strike. Uh, he has since then said he wasn't, and they are no longer shooting right now. Uh, Billions, same thing. Uh, productions paused with no set return date or time. Bunked season seven on Disney. They have... 12 out of 20 episodes in season seven already filmed, but they are, and that is the show that my friend Mallory is on. She's my client. They've been, they've been closed yeah. since May. Good Trouble season five halted as well. Jimmy Kimmel Live, Tonight Show starring Joe, Jimmy Fallon, The Late Show, Stephen Colbert, Seth Meyers, The Daily Show, John Oliver. This says Real Time with Bill Maher is going dark so that is uh not consistent with all the things that i've read do you, are you a big uh late night person kel i don't have cable oh you just have the streamers i probably wasn't anyway um but yeah i just i binge watch show if i watch tv it's a binge watch of something like on netflix or yeah 1923 season two i believe that is what's his name he was in Waterworld. Oh, goodness. It's the, like, the kickoff from Yellowstone, but I don't know who the... Yes, yes. Uh, delayed indefinitely until the strike is over. Um, Saturday Night Live, Handmaid's Tale Season 6, Andor, Cobra Kai Season 6, Emily in Paris, The Mandalorian. And then, uh, important for me, because I cry about it, Stranger Things, Last of Us, Euphoria, White Lotus. Um, based on the delays they cannot imagine getting it out to the people until 2025 yeah that's it seems crazy. like a, 2025 feels like the future <laughs> i know doesn't it seem so far away it does it's just two years but you know the stranger things cast is going to be literally like 35 years old by the time this this shit yeah no um <laughs> so true rings of power 2 and the house of dragon 2 are not affected because Amazon was nearly done with production by the time the actors, I'm sorry, the actors had to actress strike. And then House of Dragon is being filmed in the UK and the UK equity, uh, UK equity is not set. So those actors are not involved in this strike. Okay. Thoughts and feelings. There's a lot more shows. I could go to a whole nother list of shows if you'd like to. I just think it, it like when people feel it, you're, we're going to start it's going to feel even bigger and more of a thing. Like, you know, streaming 
gives the ability for people to watch a new show every freaking day. Yeah. That's going to start feeling affected. I think you guys feel it because you're, you're freaking livelihood. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it is a whole city area that's like based around like it is your livelihood. And so I feel like it just feels like it's literally how you guys live. I'm not like a diehard about shows in general. Like when a season ends of something, I'm like, oh, darn. And then I like move forward, but that's who I am in life. Is there any show that you're like, if I don't see that show that next season, I'm like, I'm really sad about Stranger Things being pushed back so far. Euphoria, I don't even watch, so it doesn't affect me so much. Yeah. No, I don't care. I mean, there's definitely times like even because you said like, White Lotus, I've watched all of those. There were like three in a row that you said that. I- yeah, Wednesday as well is going to be a 2025. We, we're going to be able to see that in 2025 just because of the schedule. Like if we don't do it, if they don't shoot any of it in 2023, that's, that's, that's yeah. just going to be what happens. Yeah, like I think for as a human being and as a person, like I don't want that for all of these actors, writers, all of those things, but I'm not someone that like, I feel like there's always, you know how I am. There's always something for me to do, whatever. I'm not going to, I don't care if my show doesn't come out for five years. Like I, 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 I will probably in the minute and when right. I'm in it. Um, but like, I don't like, I don't feel like stressed or anything about it. I feel more stressed for yeah. humans. Um, and listen, you know, it's so not, not funny, but you know, I was thinking, Cause I knew we were going to talk about this. Um, and then I heard too, that Detroit, like all the automakers and all of the, yes. they're yeah. all going on yeah. straight. I heard that too. And I was thinking about, is it Aaron that we had on? Yes. I was thinking about Aaron because I was just thinking like, I would love to know like his about that. You know what I mean? Because I, I just think there are, there is a reason I think that you sh- like, I love that people that you, that everyone's strong enough to be like, fuck this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're not going to just get bent over and like, right. you know what I mean? Like everyone should be fighting for what's right and the right thing. And I love that. And I think even, I think there's so many things in entertainment. Like you think about the daytime shows and you're like, well, they, should they be, or shouldn't they be? I think it, it can all be so woven and intertwined, even in the sense that the podcast that I listen to all the time, they were like, they said something about a show or something, but they're yeah. actors and they're part of it. And they were like, but we are not promoting, like, we can't, we shouldn't right. even they can't, we can't that. Talk about like it. they're, you know what I'm saying? And so I think that it's going to be interesting in the sense because news, all the things, there's so much content out there in so many different ways. And like, how does it intertwine with what's happening in the writer's strike and SAG and all of those things. And I think there will be all these feelings at times, like, why did this person do that? They shouldn't have done that. And this person's, you know, and I think everyone's going to be in the space of figuring it out. And I think, I just wonder how long it will take for them to break because it's always when a strike happens, I mean, even the transportation strike that happened, like, however long ago, and like all the railroads were stopped and like people were stranded in like cities and Pete, Pete whatever, everybody got mad at Pete, yeah, Mayor Pete. Yeah. Like, trying to figure it out and so like even with this strike for the auto workers like what I heard was that not everyone's going on strike but they're all doing shifts so say you're all about the the everyone that does engines 
they're all going on strike for however many days and then they'll go back to work and everyone that works on the under whatever of the car will go on strike. But the whole thing is, is it won't stop their pay indefinitely because they're all going on strike at different times, but it will cripple the manufacturers because they can't complete the car if they're out a thousand engines or whatever the amount right. is, you know what I'm saying? So like they're doing it in these like waves so that they can't complete the projects, but they're not all on strike at one time. And so I just am like, how long will it be until these executives realize that they have to make some shifts and changes and at least be answering some of these responses because they're not even well, answering. And right I'm now. getting a little bit of like anecdotal stories here and there because my my friends are at the studios, even though they're actors and writers. Um, they're yeah, like executives, not the highest, not the CEO, but underneath that they're doing a full shift around too. Like my friend almost lost her job because her boss decided to leave Warner brothers. Um, yeah. Because they're trying to, they're trying to hustle to figure it out as well. I don't feel bad for them at all because really if it, if, if we just lay down and, and take it, we're just not going to ever have a, a livelihood, you know? So you have to, fight for it and I've heard too I think it I think it's that and I think and listen I'm not knowledgeable so I don't know but I've heard too that like the whole streaming thing this evolution into streaming that you know say for instance Netflix a lot of these big companies they're not making the money because they have to put out so much content and the content's just being sucked absorbed so fast and to stream on Netflix it's twenty dollars or whatever that the the amount of content and creativity that they're pouring into it from a money perspective is so much more than what they're making. So they're, they also have to figure out the money in general to be able to redivide and to conquer and pay. Like, I mean, I have heard that that's part of it, that the world of streaming, you don't, it's so different. And I think they weren't ready for it. And so they like have gone into this and they're trying to figure it out from a content perspective because you can literally put out they're putting out so much content that it's costing them more than what they really should be spending. Thank you for reminding me because I wanted to mention this. What happened about 10 years ago when we were, you know, when I get a commercial or got a TV show, we were signing, we were in new media contracts. Yes. It was this place where they were like, it's shifting. We got to see if this streaming thing is going to be viable. So we signed new media contracts every single time. It would be like, okay, let's see if it's viable. We're asking for less money since you guys, the production companies don't know where this is going. And so yeah. basically the production companies have been building, 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 and they're not willing. This is the whole crux of it. They're not willing to go back and say what they're going to do in the first place, which we will re revisit this when we have proven that this model works. Yeah. Number one. Number two, it could be debatable that it was a bad business model in the first place to have a subscription to Netflix be seven ninety nine. Yeah. Right? That's yeah, debatable. For sure. I think that they for sure probably, I think they had, because they're all in yes. competition with each other too. So like 
Showtime, HBO, Netflix, Hulu, everyone's making originals now. Everyone's putting in content to be competitive. They have to put in more content, but the amount of cost and budget and content that they're putting out is way more. Like it's not, it's not floating the business model. Do you remember, what's it called? Movie card? It was like that movie, like you get, oh my God, it was pre-pandemic. You got the movie, this movie card and you could just see free movies for like a ridiculously small amount of money. And it, and it went belly up because it wasn't a viable business model. Yeah, I forget what it was called. Like it, um, but yeah, you could buy that and then you could go to as many movies as you wanted. As you want, unlimited. But the thing is, is that the, that company yeah. was paying the movie theater the rate of the ticket. Yes. And really they did it all to create, it was a data mining operation. And they ended up going under because yeah. the business model was flawed in the first place. Now, Kelly, I am one of these old dinosaurs, and the reason why we still pay for cable in this house is because Asa wants to turn on the TV and flip, and I'm fine with that. It's okay. Yeah. Like, all of our internet is bundled. Like, it's not much more than, you know what I'm saying? It's like, fine. Okay, if we really want that, we have it. But in this household, we have, I'm paying like $224 a month for cable and internet. It's kind of a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. California probably is more too, my guess. I'm also paying for, Asa pays for Netflix and I pay for like Peacock and Disney Plus. So Disney Plus and Peacock and yeah. Netflix, those three, probably less than $50 for us as a household. And then what we're getting yeah. from it. And I think they screwed themselves because, I mean, I think there's like four people that use my... Uh, Kenzie's grandparents use my HBO. Karen Hogue logs in and uses my HBO. Like you pay a subscription yeah. that is however much, and then you could just you could just sign in with that person's email yeah. and password. And so not only like their budgets are just all effed because yeah. really there's ten people on one subscription, and I think a lot of them are figuring that part out. Where now it's like only one subscription per household. And like, they have kind of, I, there's a couple different of those streaming networks that it's like, now you get shut down. Even for Jeff and I, I forget if it was Hulu, we would be in Detroit. And so I would like log in in Detroit and then I would log in here. And there was a time that we were like shut down that I wasn't allowed to oh, change I see. where I was logging in. And I called and I was like, literally, like, I, it really is me in both places. And they're like, no, you can't do it anymore. But I think they also screwed themselves up from a budget perspective that people are five, six, seven people are using the safe subscription. I think that they have screwed up over time. And again, it's a new yeah. thing. So it's not like there's, there's comparables about how somebody's done this in the past. But for sure, as a consumer, we're, we are getting the like the great end of the deal right now yeah but it's hurting all of you guys and I think obviously like there's right, no right. question about that um and I think too I mean there's also the AGI AGI AI am I saying it right AI, AI stuff. AGI who knows what an AGI thing is but AI is like I think that's a big part of this is like 
you know, the fear that they're just going to like hire AI to come in and like write a whole script. Like if they, if, if AI knows that they've watched three seasons of stranger things and like it can spit a computer can spit out the whole script in freaking a day for the next season. Like it's crazy that that's where things are going, but this is also, I think the strike is trying to protect. Yeah. And the other thing that it's trying to protect against, for example, are our lower level workers. For example, if somebody moves to LA and they're trying to make it as an actor and they do a bunch of background work, it has been suggested that background extra shows up for work. They get their whole body scanned and the production company owns that image forever. And they can use that That's in anything across any platform whenever they want, if they need background actors. That's insane. That yeah. is insane. I also did hear, which I know this about you because remember when the old Navy commercial, yeah. like you were like, whatever. And you, I, I've also heard like such a big part of it. And I, again, I'm not knowledgeable, but you used to do a commercial or let's not use a commercial, yeah. do a show. And then every time it aired on cable, you got a percentage, yes. you got yes. the check in the mail. And now with streaming, like it literally goes on Netflix and then yeah. it lives there and you're not getting paid per view yeah. because it's streamed. Yeah. And so you're not getting, you're getting paid for the one-time job of it which is minimal because that's not how actors entertainers normally are paid. It's not the one-time job that they showed up on the set. It's the fact that it yeah. airs, you know, a thousand times and however long and you get paid those dividends over time. And now with streaming, like you're not getting that. And we always saw this coming, but they're just not, it's like saying they said to us 10 years ago, I owe you. And they're like, wait, we didn't say that. Yeah. The contract that we had before, we want that same contract. Okay. But now the platform is not cable. It's now streaming, but they will also, they're not of course being transparent about how much streaming they're doing. Like how much is stranger things streamed? Like, like they're not being transparent with that also because on the other side of the model, it's really flawed. You know, who's also really flawed is Lyft and Uber because as a consumer, we got so used to Lyft and Uber being like a really cheap ride. And then you start, yeah. you know, the business grows, people get in it, and then they realize, if I drive for an hour, I'm making less than minimum wage, and then the gas is not paid for. sag is going to strike in video games soon because the contract is coming up, yeah. and it's complete bullshit. And then... The VFX crews at Walt Disney Studios have filed the National Labor Reunion relations board hello to unionize and the marvel vfx workers are also going to join so what does that mean vfx crews so visual effects visual effects they are they're they are getting so crapped on <laughs> in their workforce too yeah yeah i i feel like the expectation of a consumer is like this this content is getting fucking churned out and we are consuming it and it's getting churned out of us and we're getting churned into us. Yeah. Like every single person who is a creator is also a consumer. So I understand why yeah. like right now I'm not watching anything fun and I'm kind of sad about it. Like I got to find something new to watch. Yeah. 
but it's like for every one of those shows, the amount of work that goes into it and the time and everything, it's, it's just like, I don't know, Kelly. I, I don't know if you can square the circle. Like, yeah. I mean, I think consumers just, they, they don't even think, like, that's not, you know what I mean? Like, they're not thinking, I mean, I don't know, maybe now because it is becoming more of a topic, but I also, do you think you're in it? So like when you, you're a moviegoer, when you go to the movies, are you thinking about all the people behind the set and all the writing that happened and all that? Like you just go and you enjoy. Right. I'm crying. I'm laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't ever, unless I hear it somewhere, like I don't go and think like Avatar was made took five years to make and like I'm just like in it yeah you know what I mean like I'm in it in the moment like I'm in it for the enjoyment of it and I think I think that people have a little bit of a realization of the amount of content like I joke all the time I'm like I I can't imagine the, like the amount that I can watch just because it's live streamed and I will just like, literally, I would so much rather binge watch something than back in the day when we were like waiting for the next Friends episode for yeah. a whole entire week to see like 30 minutes of a Friends episode. And there were three commercial breaks that were paying for the episode, you know, like the world is so different and we want instant gratification. And I don't know, it's probably because we're partially selfish. It's partially because we're like running a million miles an hour, but I don't think that we think about the time and efforts that go into anything really yeah even the doctors that we go to like I don't think we think about the fact that they have to read journals and we they have to know the latest and greatest and what's going on and they have to pay like I just don't think as consumers that we're I think we're too selfish yeah, to think that I agree way. and I feel like everything moves too fast for example it is not the case but podcasts let's just say podcasts in 25 years are unionized for some reason because there's ad yeah. revenue and yeah. blah, blah, blah. What if all your podcasts went on strike? That would be actually more like, that would hit me harder than TV shows because I consume like three, four a day while I'm doing things, yeah. while I'm doing the dishes, while I'm cleaning the house. Like I am consuming so much. If that went away, oh my God, I'd be so sad, right? But... I don't know. I just think it's partially, and I can't remember what I where I heard this, but like technology is all of a sudden moving so fast, like literally so fast that we can't keep up with where it's going. And I mean, I think of even radio and I mentioned WNCI earlier. I think there is even like this big shift in music where musicians yeah. had to fight for things because their music started getting streamed and they weren't getting paid for every time it was played on the radio. Like all of that, all of that was a shift and like that had to be figured out. And I think, and, and it was like, is radio going to survive? Is Dave and Jimmy on WNCI going to survive? And I just think everything's like this and we're as humans because technology is so fast, like trying to figure out and pivot and keep up with, where everything is going because everything's moving so fast okay so kelly i wanted to i wanted to kind of wrap with with your opinion on this because this made me really angry and i know better than to go down a rabbit hole of people's opinions but i ended up seeing it so there was like on an article about the strike somebody posted 
kind of in the vein of like you snowflakes, if you want to like get paid to daydream, you could, you know, why are you guys striking? Basically you're paid to daydream. You're lucky that if you want to daydream, you can just do that. I'm sure the nearest Amazon um, fulfillment center has a job for you if you really want a job. Yeah, I think that's just a jackass. And I don't listen to or read people that are jackasses. And I think that you could post anything about anything. And there's going to be some jackass that's going to say a dumb fucking uh, unintelligent comment underneath. And I don't think that that's what the majority of people out there really think. I think that's just a jackass. Okay. Like you don't think people actually are like, oh, those people are so privileged in the first no, place. I don't. I don't think one fucking, no, not anyone that I want to hang around with or be around. I think that there are literally like sometimes, and I think that happens even like within my business that sometimes someone sent me a screenshot of something today and I'm like, who cares? I literally don't care. This person that sent you that, that's a waste of your time to look at. It's a waste of your time to think about. And why are you even sending me this? This is a waste of your time. And I just think there are so many people, social media in general has opened up the ability for everyone to share their opinion at all times. And even some of the celebrities, I mean, you watch some, I'll look at a celebrity's post and they post like a picture of their kid. And then there's like 10 people saying like random dot. And I'm like, literally it's, it, it's like, I don't understand it. Cause it's just not who I am as a person. But I think it's very interesting that people feel like they need to say dumb comments like that underneath of something. But literally, I give no people like that time. I don't think people think Yeah, that. I was having a particular sensitive I day. I think anyone that understands yeah. that at all knows that there is a shift in technology, a shift in the world, a shift to streaming, a shift to how everyone's getting paid. And there have been a million times in the world where big shifts happen in the industrial revolution and, and technology and all the things where rights for people have to be taken into consideration and people have to stand up for what they believe in. And this is one of those times. Kelly drops the mic. <clears throat> right there. Kelly drops the mic because it's like, yeah, no, you're right. And the thing is, is that I'm sure some people do feel that way, but they're going to go home and they're going to watch their TV anyway. Yeah. All right, Bean has Bean has closed us down for the night, but Kelly, yeah, you're a boss, by the way. <laughs> Kelly's got some amazing interviews coming up. I know, so fun. We've been having so much fun, and you'll see a little more of us too. All right, friends, I hope that educated you a little bit, uh, made you maybe want to go down the rabbit hole and do some research yourself. Um, you know, just you know, if you have any conversations with friends and family about this, you know, like try to pass on the word. Um, it will affect the people in the world um, at some point, um, just maybe not right now. Bean, what would you like to say to the listeners? I, I'm going to play with the kids. You want to play with the kids tomorrow. She's got her Sunday school. All right, my friends, if you would honor us with a five-star rating and a review, it makes all the difference in the world. Spread the word about the podcast. If you know anyone or you yourself think you would be an amazing guest for Greener Grass, just reach out. DM us on uh, at Grand Rev Creative on Instagram. That's the easiest way to find us. We check our DMs all the time. And, uh, you know, what else should we say, Bean? Should we say... 
check out Digitant Podcast Health and Wellness Group and uh, also the Expecting Dad, Aerialist. Dad, um, what do you want to talk about, Bean? I want to talk about the future. You want to talk about the future? Is that what you said? Yes. (laughs) You're so smart, Bean. All right, guys. Have an amazing week. Over and out. This is Greener Grass. Say bye.